0: Hello there. I'm Ray Andrewson. I'm executive director of the Quinnipiac Chamber of Commerce, but I'm not Pete Mazzetti. Tonight our guest is the host of this show, Pete Mazzetti. We're going to learn a little bit about how this all started. Uh, Years ago uh, when Pete came uh, to the airwaves uh, and hosted this program, all the guests and uh, figures that he's had an opportunity to interview over time. His inspiration in getting to know Pete, he usually asks the questions. Uh, I'm going to ask a few of the questions tonight. So without further ado, let's go right to the guest of his own show. I don't think I've ever said that. No. Uh, Pete Mazzetti, welcome to your own show, well, Pete. Well, thank you, Ray. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. It's so good to be with you. I'm good to uh, be with you, too. I know you have a loyal following. We also Absolutely. have a studio audience That's with right. us here tonight, too, right. uh, to be part of this program. Absolutely. Uh, to witness your 16 years of doing this. Absolutely. So let's go back here All right. and talk about you, because I think our, our viewers really need to know the, the beginning, the origin. All right. Uh, talk about... Um, uh, the seven days the first seven days first and, seven. Uh, you rested on the seventh day of <laughs> broadcasting yes but it was all created at one time so that was it? 2005 you started this program
1: right when, it, when the program first first started in 2005 the way that the program started is when public access when it was run by Comcast out of Clinton which was da- the building and the facilities were downtown Clinton right across right on Main Street and when, the, when everything happened, I walked into the public access area to actually drop off my cable bill, mm-hmm. rang, out, rang the doorbell. The public access coordinator at the time came out. I dropped off my bill. He says to me, hey, do you realize that the town of Clinton doesn't have a public access show? I said, okay, that's very interesting. Dropped off my bill, went on my way to the town hall for a meeting walked into the first selectman's office where the meeting was, the first selectman who was Willie Fritz at the time, who his mom was a state, sent, state representative from Wallingford for the longest time until she yes. passed away recently a couple of years ago, yeah. yeah. and I said to Willie hey do you realize that the town of Clinton does not have a public access show? He walks around his desk shakes my hand and says congratulations it's yours. <laughs> And he was actually, the first episode of the show, he was actually my guest because we actually talked, to, it was right around budget season. So we talked about, he came on and we talked about the show. It actually, when it first began, it was not the Pete Mazzetti show. It was actually the Peter Mazzetti show.
0: Well, back then we used to wear jackets and ties. Absolutely. Formal, but now you're more relaxed. Absolutely, so absolutely. That's, so why did you change from Peter to Pete?
1: I don't know. It was just, just, time, just time for a change. I actually believe I changed it from Peter to Pete when I came in, to, came in with Valley Shore Community Television. Huh.
0: Interesting. Well, only my mother got to call me Raymond. So that's exactly. why I'm Exactly. Yeah, I, I'd stick with that. So Absolutely. For, for uh, broadcasting anyway. <laughs> so back in those days, yes. 2005 in the beginning, yes. and you're starting your program, you have to get into a groove. You have to sort of get your own interviewing style. and get to know uh, the community and you're you know Clinton very well absolutely yeah so uh, what was it like for you in the first year you probably weren't in a rhythm yet you yeah. had to develop that
1: absolutely when it when it was the first year was obviously getting
0: out in the community meeting
1: people talking to people and then pitching the idea of my show and then once we got the rapport going on it actually wasn't that wasn't that hard to start booking guests because what people don't know is even to this day I actually do all my bookings myself yes I find my guests I do my follow-ups I, I book everything and I do I basically all the production all not the production side of things but all like the booking side of things as far as that goes that's all done that's all done by me
0: and the guests you have booked, my word, you've, you've had senators, you've had, yep. you know, governors, right. you've had lieutenant governors, right. um, you have people from the nonprofit world, the mm-hmm. arts, um, so on and so forth. Um, how do you mix it up? Because you do have a, a, quite a varied cast of uh, guests that sit here in the studio with oh, you. Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's be, I, try, I try to get, I try to figure out what is going on because if you're a ti- if you're a involved with a nonprofit organization and you want to be on with me and you have an event or a fundraiser that takes the precedence of my scheduling I try to if you're involved with a nonprofit or working with a nonprofit talking about an event what I do is I book you first any of the other shows can be, basically be a filler show as as needed yeah
0: mm. Well, it's, and of course you have to do the research and oh, the absolutely. homework on the offensive. Oh, p- that are absolutely. Up. Yeah. So I recall when you started out, you were very involved with, with um, some of the things in the town of Clinton. Mm-hmm. Now you, of course, expanded with this um, uh, cable system, and, right. and this program right. uh, has become wider and disseminated to other places where people can watch it. Absolutely. Here in south central Connecticut, Middlesex right. County, and parts of New Haven County. Right. Um, but you were involved with something called a Bluefish Festival. Which I, was. I recall, And I recall that, you know, back in the day, and I'm sure our viewers will remember, going out to Race Rock or Long Island Sound, and you could load up on bluefish. I mean, right. big bluefish. Absolutely. You know, 30, 40 years ago, and there aren't as many bluefish to go catch, but you had a big festival yeah. that you were involved in. We did, we did. We actually, I was actually on the committee a bunch of years
1: ago for when they had the Bluefish Festival in Clinton, and actually that the festival, unfortunately, is no longer because of they just yeah. didn't want
0: to. The bluefish got smoked. It pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Then it went kaput. Well, that's too exactly. bad. Exactly. Because that I was a fun festival. I know. At the time, but everything I think has a time and season, and, and and other events have started to to come up. So let's let's talk about some of the guests that you've had. Sure. I don't want to say your favorites or your least favorites, but no. um, over time you had to uh, you know talk just for example, to Senator Blumenthal. Right. And he's very much present in Connecticut mm-hmm. I think he has a reputation of being at a lot of events and oh, showing sure. up. So he was a person who was easier to book than say Senator Murphy or or others. Uh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So in the same thing at the state level up in Hartford when yeah. you're trying to get uh, lawmakers I'm sure you have others that are easier to schedule than yes. some of the others.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Senator Paul Farmiga, who's the state senator from the local area. He's al- he's always a good Good guest on with me. I actually had a while back. I we did this. We did this show through Zoom. I had the state epidemiologist on with me, Dr. Matthew Carter, and yes. we talked about the virus for a half hour. I was actually I was actually a really very time very very good. Very yeah. it was actually a very yeah. time sensitive show and it very, came out came out very very nicely. I was very impressed.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think the information you're providing is is. Uh, remarkable. Right. I mean, You think of all the variety and you start adding up how many people you've interviewed and how many shows you've done over time. And this is such an important medium, cable access television and, and local uh, television. And increasingly, we're finding out, I just read an article about uh, newspapers, mm-hmm. for example, and how localism is really being dripped, sort of like dripped drip drip death by a thousand paper cuts if (laughs) you will Uh, the local newspapers the weeklies are all going away in many cases and there is patch.com and some other local media Mm -hmm. but this is the kind of programming that ties a community together
1: absolutely absolutely This 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 is a very important part of getting out and reaching reaching out
0: to your community just because it is local public access TV yeah and underlying the local aspect of it too. Absolutely. So one thing that I've always struck with, hmm. uh, struck by, I should say, uh, it is describing what I like about the state of Connecticut. All right. Because we've sort of been down on ourselves. We had some, you know, jobs issues, financial issues, you know, state budget issues in the last uh, 10, 15, 20 years. Right. Um, and I work, you know, at a chamber of commerce, right. you know, promoting business. Right. And we hear it a lot that the state is not, doesn't have a reputation as being as business friendly as others so what is it about being here and I like the diversity and yeah. and the the natural beauty the historic uh, character of of this area but Middlesex County and this part of the shoreline to me in particular is really a beautiful part of the state
1: absolutely absolutely it's, it's actually a really nice part of the state especially now because you're hitting the fall and yeah. the leaves are changing and everybody's it's sort of quieted down from the summer and all the summer people have gone back to wherever they've come from to it's a lot lot quieter on the shoreline as compared to the summertime where it's basically hustle and bustle and it's really hard to get around because people there's a lot of the population of the area has grown substantially because of the summer.
0: Well in terms of recreating what well, we have here one of the, the assets we have is the natural landscape. Right. And others are sort of struck by, uh, they come from other parts of the, the East Coast, yep. how flat the land is for several miles going out there. No hills. In <laughs> no, Connecticut, you hit hills pretty quickly, East Rock, West Rock, and New Haven. Right. Uh, but I was hiking out at uh, Chatfield Hollow Blue Trail, ah. a long hike, we took about, a, about a seven, eight-mile hike. All right. A lot of rock outcroppings, really lovely by the lakes that are right off of Rue Dady, very mm-hmm. close to the studio. Knowing that we can get right here to the shoreline. Right. And we, could, we could almost throw a rock and hit Long Island Sound from this studio. Right. Uh, we're so close down here by Water's Edge. It right. is really beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, let's get into uh, a little bit more about not only what you've done over the last 16 years, Peter, no. you know, but um, some of the help. You've got people behind the scenes who have really made your program work.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I, the, the, the crew behind the scenes is the best. Everybody, and I don't wanna, I'm not gonna mention names because I'm gonna forget somebody because <laughs> I normally do that, and then you say, oh, you forgot me, you forgot me, you forgot me, and nah, I, don't wanna, I really don't want to just yeah. start throwing names, but everybody is super supportive, even when the when I first came to Valley Shore, Chris Morgan, who's the public access coordinator here, is awesome to work with. Very friendly. Very, if you need if you need a hand doing something, he'll take time to basically walk you through it and tell you, "See, now you need to do this. Now you got to do this. Yeah, no, yeah, this is going to work. This isn't going to work." He's very, very hands on, but he's very all he's he's a very knowledgeable
0: part. Well, you've got professional, a combination of professional and uh, right. volunteers. So we'll talk about that. We're gonna just pause, take a little bit of a break right here. Um, I'm not Pete Mazzetti, he is. <laughs> I'm hosting the Pete Mazzetti Show as his fill-in to interview Pete, so he gets to know a little bit of his 16 years of hosting his very own Pete Mazzetti Show. We'll be right back. Valley Shore Community Television is constantly adapting to the demands of our viewers. Busy schedules are making it hard for viewers to watch shows when they air. Television has changed dramatically. We don't have to be appointment viewers or listeners anymore. No. We can do this in real time. VSCTV has made it easy to watch all our locally produced content online and when you want it. Visit vsctv.com and click on the Watch Online tab to watch live, or visit our local show playlist to easily navigate your favorite shows anywhere, anytime, and on any device. VSCTV is is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection. And welcome back. It's the Pete Mazzetti Show, but not with Pete Mazzetti. I'm Ray Andrewson, and I'm Executive Director of the Quinnipiac Chamber of Commerce. Pete Mazzetti is his own guest right. today. So I guess it was easy to book this uh, program, as, uh, finding your guest, wasn't it? It was, it was
1: pretty easy for trying to find myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did the email bounce back? No. Okay. No, it went, it went right through. <laughs> that's great. Well, let's talk about all the volunteers. Yeah, uh, and, absolutely. And we have uh, some nice folks in our audience uh, oh, watching here tonight, too. Absolutely. But you have professional and volunteer uh, opportunities here yes. oh, at Valley Shore Television. Absolutely. So these volunteers they, they come in, they learn, they're specialists, and, and they really make it happen, don't they?
1: Absolutely. Oh, they absolutely make it happen, and they are actually the best. And even what people don't realize is I'm actually a volunteer myself. I do not make a nickel doing my show. I am volunteer. Any, expen- any expense or any expense I occur comes out of my own pocket. We are all a volunteer group, and that's one of the things that makes public access the way, the way it is, which is we're all, we're all volunteer. We all, we don't, behind the scenes, we don't get paid. But I, people ask me, OK, if you don't get paid and you do your show, then why do you do your show? Simple.
0: I love what I'm doing.
1: I've been, it's, it's been a great 16 years.
0: Yeah, shows you have an infectious enthusiasm for this. Absolutely. I think people who have been on the guests, and I know many of your guests over the years, they really enjoy the experience being here with you. Even you. Uh, Even I. (laughs) Even even the host of the Pete Mazzetti Show tonight, the fill-in host. That's right. And and in terms of volunteer, you know, if you add up all the hours, have you done that? Have you done the calculation and figured out how many hours of program you provided these communities? No, I haven't. but But the good thing is I am roughly,
1: give or take, Over 450 shows.
0: Hmm. So you add that up times half hour or 27 minutes, which is the exact amount of time that you're on. Exactly. That's a lot, but that doesn't even include all the behind the scenes things you do to make the show happen.
1: No, of course not.
0: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about you because uh, you you, you come from a a family that knows how to make good food. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think some folks don't even know that about you. No, no, no. Because when we I
1: actually am, was not born in Connecticut. I was born in Florida. My mom and dad went down to Florida with my brother, my sister, and the dog. Drove down to Florida. My dad actually got a job in Florida. And so they basically came back after a couple of years with, the mom, with mom, dad, the dog, my brother, my sister, and me. But what people, Ray, what people don't realize is, and I don't even think you know this, when I was born, I was born prematurely. I weighed a pound and a half when I was born. When you, I actually had, my, br- my brother and I, we both had twins. And they didn't want, they didn't expect my brother and I to survive. They expected the twins to survive. They went to, they basically, after I was born, they looked at my parents, because I was born prematurely, said to my mom and dad, your son, because he was born prematurely, is going to be a vegetable the rest of his life. He's not gonna be able to walk. He's not going to be able to talk. He's not going to be able to communicate with anybody. He's basically going to be a vegetable. Not bad, huh?
0: Here you are. I was going to say. And that, <laughs> that buoyance and confidence. Absolutely. Uh, that, that sort of flows from you absolutely. as a result of overcoming those obstacles. Oh, wow. oh abs- absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So your
0: cheerfulness. Well, yes. Ah. smile (laughs) Um, so what what keeps you up Uh, what makes you so upbeat Um, you have a good sense of humor uh, (laughs) a good outlook on life oh absolutely yeah as you you and I know that's right off-camera that's right we've got a great sense of humor and so do
1: you so so do you know it's 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 all about it's all about the way you look at life Mm -hmm. yes you can look at the glass half-full you can look at the glass half-empty it's just it's just the way you look at life and you look at things.
0: So you've Hmm. received some inspiration, I'm sure, from other community members over the years, your own family, but also um, the people you work with, uh, teachers, um, people here on the shoreline. So um, what are the kinds of people that have been influential in your life?
1: Basically, everybody in the community, my family, my friends, and just just add my whole the whole core the whole core of my support group of everybody around me
0: and of course you've continued to do this and you've been doing this for 16 years right um, and 16 more years a while <laughs> We'll a say, while. You know, yeah, you'll have to sign the contract. I know Chris Morgan can be tough. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's quite the negotiator. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's fun tonight. We have an audience. Uh, yeah. That have come in and, and joined us here. That's They'll right. Say hello, everybody. Yeah. All Hi, right. guys. They're not applauding. We're right. Trying, That's okay. We're trying to create some background noise. Yeah. Uh, give Pete a round of applause here for all the years he's done. Thank you. Thanks. And that kind of appreciation, too. Absolutely. Um, you know, the... the Media, in some cases, as you know, a lot of talk shows, cable news networks, and yeah, other yeah, yeah. things that we watch sure. can be a little rough these days, a little tough, mm-hmm. um, sort of an angry element uh, to our culture. Right. And uh, there's also um, a lot of evidence that people don't identify with their communities. They don't participate. They volunteer less. Right. Um, I'm going to surmise that you can tell your audience <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that's why you're happy, because you're volunteering and you're engaged in your community. Absolutely. And you're not following all this angry media out there. No,
1: absolutely not. And that's, 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 the, that's the big thing, is where you want to get involved with your community. That's, that's the biggest thing that'll, that'll, that can keep you going, especially doing your show like this. Yes, you want to get out into to the community. Every once in a while, people will say, hey, would you mind stopping by an event and saying hello? Sometimes I'll have, some, every once in a while, I've got to decline the invitation because I have something else going on. But every every once in a while, I'll stop by at an event, and people will say, "Wow, you are you are here." I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "This is this is where the f- show first started." So I want to. G- I am I, a firm believer of giving back to the community.
0: So let me take you out of Clinton and yes. talk about Westbrook and Saybrook and All right. Adam and you know and and uh, Clinton. Uh, to, you know to right. the north, you go to Killingworth if you are identified with one town you tend to think of yourself as being in that town in a community but in a way if you're in a region you're still part of a community absolutely yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so where are some of the friendships that you've formed over the sub- southern part of Middlesex County I mean this this program is is heard and right and viewed on a lot of cable networks absolutely. now so you're not just in the town of Clinton no. you're, you're part of uh, part of the region so where is it now where do, Where are you seen? I've Pete Mazzetti is seen all over
1: the place. (laughs) And (laughs) as you know, uh, Pete Mazzetti is seen on the Comcast franchise in Middletown. Pete Mazzetti is actually seen wherever you find your local favorite podcast for Apple or whatever, wherever you find your favorite podcast. And also, Pete Mazzetti also does a community radio show with WNHH Radio in New Haven. They air the audio version of the Pete Massetti show every other Wednesday on WNHH, which is actually a community-run nonprofit radio station in New Haven, which is run by a gentleman by the name of Paul Bass.
0: Do you know Paul? Yes, I do.
1: I was going to say Paul Bassett, which is with the New Haven Independent, but his station manager, Harry Droz, is the absolute best to work with. Harry Harry'll, Harry, Harry, Harry keeps me in check whenever Pete Mazzetti gets a little ra- unraveled and has to... Harry, Harry Harry will have no problem throwing Pete Mazzetti in check.
0: Well, the New Haven Independent is community journalism. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's online. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and... Uh, unless you see a newspaper delivery person <laughs> throw a laptop in your driveway yeah, which right. is only, or, your, or a smartphone. Right. I mean, the g- way to get it is online. It's Absolutely. Digital. And the, the great thing about the radio station is you also have other community broadcasters who Absolutely. are involved. Oh, there. yeah. Oh so yeah. you get a, a flavor of the city of New Haven and also um, some of the regional uh, programming like yourself. Yeah. Paul's so, a good guy. So if, if I were coming here as a volunteer yes. or you know, our, our studio audience here tonight, um, your professor Mazzetti at the moment oh boy yeah okay. so let's teach the class but let's let's hold uh, you know court here <laughs> with our guests and, right. our, and our viewers and tell them what they should know about community programming um, and, and what you've learned over 16 years
1: I've actually learned a lot there is a lot to learn but what I wanted what I, w- what I would honestly tell you is if you want to learn get involved basically call your local whatever whatever town you live in they can you can google or search engine if you have a local public access studio in the local area what I would tell you to do is google it call them get as much information you can from them and then get involved because yes it's a lot of work but it's also a lot of fun
0: yeah I love what I'm doing Absolutely a lot of fun in the studio. And it's a friendly environment. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it's, it's uh, interesting to think back on the 16 years and the time you went into the first lecturer's office in Clinton in exactly. 2005. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's the law of unintended consequences. And we've touched on, the, on a couple of themes tonight mm-hmm. uh, about the surprises in life. Yeah. And I think just a year and a half ago, we didn't expect COVID nope. and a pandemic, and that has dramatically changed how we do things right. you know, with our masks on when mm-hmm. we're not on a set like this, right. um, and local restaurants, local small businesses, and some of the community members have mm-hmm. are been struggling a little bit right. um, in these days. So do you have any words of advice to the people who are out there uh, struggling during COVID?
1: Do the best you can. Do the best you can, because I, as you and, you and I have talked off camera, it is the hardest thing during COVID is trying to do a public access show from home cuz you get you get to do it through Zoom through Skype through your favorite net your favorite networking platform and it's you know, the product looks okay but it's not as much fun as being in studio because if you do it through the the local the local platform you freeze your guest freezes the feed freezes and it's like um okay now what then you gotta wait for the feed to come back up and
0: yeah it's not quite the same no absolutely not so we just got a couple seconds left to go here on your own show uh, right. so if people want to be a guest they want to engage with you yeah uh, how do they uh, do that Pete?
1: easiest way to get in touch with me is go to com. all the contact information is on the website
0: right on the website for Pete Mazzetti well Pete Thanks for being a guest on your own show. Thanks, Ray. Uh, It's it's an unusual experience when you have something like this, (laughs) uh, but we're pretty excited about it. So Pete Mazzetti, The Pete Mazzetti Show, congratulations. 16 years you've been doing this, Pete. Thanks, Ray. And we hope that we get many, many more. You got it. I'm Ray Andrews. I'm Executive Director of the Quinnipiac Chamber of Commerce, uh, hosting and grateful to be here with Pete Mazzetti. Thank you very much for watching.